What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Comeback Couples Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Jennison, with Kendra Jennison. Again, and only, because that's the only girl I'm going to stay married to. One and only. So we got to get a couple things. Um, I, made a, I made a couple notes here. Um, first off, what a week uh, it's been, right? Our son's 13th birthday, teenager. Yesterday, just turned 13. Holy cow. Yeah, and we did a podcast last week talking about biological parenting and stuff like that. And now I actually touch base. Um, I think you've only put it on the inside, right, Ryan? I don't think you know, know that it's on the outside yet. So you guys listen it's on to Spotify. this. Is it? Oh, yep. Okay. I don't know. I don't listen to myself. Um, but I know that I've got feedback on it and it's been really, really great. So it was, it was kind of a nice segue into what we have to do, but at the same time, man, I just was going to share some stuff on here as we get going. So it's going to go on like a rant, but just fucking this morning was I angry as fuck, you know, I, I, I literally don't know why I, I hit a, like an hour window of just absolute rage where I was fucking swearing at people on the, In the gym. yeah, like a, a lady pissed me off. All she was look at me and she was breathing a little hard. And I was like, damn, what the fuck is wrong with me? Right? Like these guys are laughing. I'm like, but I'm like, fuck going in a lunatic mode. And I'm like, dang, am I back on drugs for a second? Sometimes that happens to you. You go 98% of the time you are very even keel. I mean, you're an emotional man anyways, but those other 2%, it's just full blown. Stay out of Mark Jennison's way. Rage. Yeah. I was just like, I was violent and angry and frustrated and it took about an hour and then nothing was working right. And I don't know what the fuck was going on, but anyways, I brought that up because I think I know where it came from. Um, partially two things before we get into the podcast. One, obviously we put in all the work on, on Phoenix, right? All the fucking work, every baseball game we've been to football game, basketball. I mean, I know he only plays basketball now, but dentist appointments, haircut appointments, you know, bath, whatever, all the stuff you do at home too for him, making his food every day, getting him up. I mean, he gets in the car this morning. He's like, man, I just love being home with you, dad, because mom makes me breakfast. All these little things. And then without fail, every fucking holiday, every birthday, I get fucked. We get fucked. And I think that was, you know, because yesterday was his birthday and I got to see him for like an hour, which mm -hmm. is still cool, right? Like, I, But really, did I get to see him for an hour or did I just do more of the work? You know, I, I drive... I got to see him for an hour on the drive to drive him to and from back to his mom's. I'm not complaining about it because I'm grateful that I get to do it, but it's like, dang, dude, you put in all the work and you always get short fucking changed. And then we sit down to have a conversation last night with about Jade, you know, I got three things I'm going to talk about here before we get into it with Jade. And then I realized that, you know, I don't even know. So I didn't even come into bed last night until like one o'clock, 1231 o'clock. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that I was out sleeping on the couch. I was, I mean, I probably dozed off for a little bit, but I was like watching TV and, and I was just frustrated because of what I felt in that conversation that we had, not that it was my fault, but what I'm missing on. And, and the very reason of what was bothering me was I'm trying to set her up. She has more, how do I put this? <clears throat> She has more of me in her than any of the other kids or you. Therefore, I hold her to a higher standard and I'm watching her let herself down 
and it's not her that is it's not i'm feeling for her mm-hmm. because i'm fucking frustrated for her because i know she can do more because i was in her shoes right and i and i was i was sorting through that i'm like and what you say you know you need to be more loving and stuff like that that i the way that I show the love is the love because I'm trying to get her to be a fucking warrior like I am, right? Because that's how I handle stuff. But I realize she's just a little girl, right? And it's not nothing to do with Jade. It's me right. wanting to protect her. And I fucking am at the same, I don't think I'm hurting her, but I'm just like, I can do better. So then I, went to, I didn't, th- I was frustrated about Phoenix and then that. So... And, I, and then my mind starts twirling about it. And I start thinking about motherfuckers with their hands in my back pocket, your back, but like just people that are non-value people that just seem to cling on us. So anyway, that's where that rage came from. And we're going to talk about that because the topic today is high value relationships. It's, it's high value relationships require high value individuals. And I want to give some context to that. I'm going to explain what I believe a high value man is. And you can explain what a high value woman is and, and what that looks like. High performers to have a high performing, functioning, loving, um, relationship. The last thing I want to touch base on real quick was Bailey's muff dive. You guys. <laughs> Uh, we need to let these viewers know my husband every night Bailey likes to t- jump from her dresser onto her bed like that's like dad's tucking her in we're tucking her in right and then she's like yes I get to jump from my dresser onto the bed Mark has taught Bailey and has been telling her that that jump from the dresser into the bed is a muff dive so every single night she's like She's like, Dad, Mom, watch me muff dive and I'm and he thinks it's hilarious which okay it was funny but now she literally well, if you every, didn't laugh she wouldn't have known every single night now she's like watch me muff dive onto the bed and but mark she, cracks up laughing and she thinks it's funny because she's like yeah muff dive oh my god yeah but this she's you like, forgot the part that i have her do i have her stand up there put her arms on go, like this dude <laughs> and she says it's a muff dive right so anyways. i die a little inside so anyways <laughs> i don't know what a muff dive you know go down <laughs> eat your grandma's box <laughs> I've never done that. So I don't know. All right. Well, I'll, te- I'll, I'll have Bailey teach you. So anyways, I, I just want to bring some light and fun to this thing because when we're doing these, oh these God. podcasts, right? I, I realize you're helping a ton of people. So I want to do some, I want to bridge some acknowledgements, especially for the women on, on TikTok. Um, why I say women is because man, most of the, most of the men, I think we're talking to guys that are struggling with alcohol. We come to find out like Ryan could give you stats, but like, Tens of thousands of women are tuning in and listening to this thing over on TikTok, asking for more and asking for more questions. So as you, as you ladies hear this thing, man, we'd love to hear some comments. Um, I'll do my best to respond back to him. You can respond back to him. Ryan, oh, he runs the TikTok. He'll probably respond back and we can make com- uh, topics on that in here. But it's really cool to see. I just wanted to give some words of empowerment and encouragement to him. Like a lot of the feedback that I've got is like ladies asking from the man's point of view, like, you know, what made you change and why did you change? I don't want to touch base on that right now, but I, I think you're probably asking that question because you're in a relationship where someone's treating you like shit. And my, my hope for you is that you, you draw some standards, right? Because you are, you deserve it. Yes. You know, you can touch base on that for a second. Well, let's kind of go back to some of these questions or, or well, those aren't really questions or topics of conversation. <laughs> I should say I, you said something about a, a high standard or high performing. What does it say? Yeah. So the topic of the, the show is 
High value relationships require high value individuals. Right. What is and what is a high value woman? An individual, obviously. What is a high value woman? We'll start right there. So I think that's a super interesting question. The first thing that comes to my mind, the word you just used, is standard. I think so many women like the idea of saying that they have high standards for themselves, for their relationships, for their mothering, their parenting, their job, etc. Um, I think they say it just because it sounds good instead of actually truly setting the standard in living up to that. Um, I think that's the first really big deal or maybe point to touch on. I think another big, kind of to go back to that one question that that um, woman had answered on, or given you on TikTok, I think a big reason why you were able to stop the cheating, stop whatever, yes, ultimately you made that choice. You were like, you saw me and the girls and you were like, all right, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm intentionally going all in, which is awesome. But I also think that you saw me and the high standards that I had for myself. And you were like, okay, like this is not a woman to be messing around with. This is, this is serious. She's fun. She's laid back, but she's taking care of what she needs to do. Single mom. Um, well, I was just going to touch base and you could go on. Like, I, yeah, you didn't need me. I didn't need you. We're Actually, so needy. Like what's really cool is, is you had mentioned Mark ghosted me for two weeks. We had gotten to talking. Um, he was figuring things out in his life and we had gone on a couple dates and things were going really well. They were fun. He was still dealing with stuff from a really toxic relationship before then toxic life in general, toxic life in general. But what was really cool is after those two, two weeks, I didn't, I didn't text him. I didn't talk to him. I was just like, well, dang, this kind of sucks. Like if he doesn't want, I thought we were having a fun time and everything was going really great. Maybe I thought different. Um, I, and then I texted him after those two weeks and I was like, so you're really not going to talk to me ever again? Question <laughs> mark. And then, um, he's like, Hey, uh, uh, can I call you in 10 minutes? Sure. Anyways, long story short of that conversation, I, in that conversation, I ended up telling Mark, I said, I don't need you. I don't need to be number one in your life. I said, so if you're scared or if you're nervous, like that, I'm all of a sudden coming in and I need all the attention and I need you 24. I said, that's not the case. I said, I'm good with coming second or third in your life. Yeah. You and said third. Actually. I said third. Yeah. And, and what's really amazing about that is I meant that I was good. I was taking care of everything that I needed to take care of on my own. I loved myself. I loved where I was going in my life. Um, you know, I had worked through a lot of traumatic things uh, that had happened before in my life and I was working through it and I was healthy and I was working out. Um, I was doing it on my own. And, and then you came into my life and I was like, I just, I just enjoy your company. I enjoy being together. I thought we were having a lot of fun. Um, and in that moment, I know that you told me right after I said that I don't need to be your number one. I remember you saying like, Oh, are, were you trying to pull some like reverse psychology yeah. on me or something? Because automatically then shit on I shot to number one on his list. And he was like, I have to do whatever I can <clears throat> do to provide for this woman. So kind of tying it all back up into, into standards and to um, answer that question is I was living, I was already for that, for that level in my life, I was already holding myself to a really high standard of, of how I was living, how I was raising my children. And then Mark came in, um, into that and, and we just kind of elevated that together. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's, it's, I'll touch base on that real quick. Cause yeah. I didn't say that on that three minute response. I put <laughs> on TikTok. It's kind of fun. Well, yeah, it, it, there was a pressure that was taken away because I'd only dated fucking takers sure. at, at that point. Right. And 
Um, because I was toxic, so they're toxic. I mean, it is what it is. Hopefully, they listen to it. They suck at life. I no longer suck. But uh, <laughs> the reason I say that is because that pressure was gone when you said that to me. And I'm like, well, fuck, maybe now, maybe now you can actually go all in because even if she was lying, which, because I didn't know you could have been lying, right? I could have, sure. Like, at least give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Right? At least give it a shot and what you can learn from this. And I also looked at myself and there's some men that are wondering if they should go, go all in on their relationships or whatever they're going to build new ones or their end ones. Like I was <clears throat> recognized the fact that I could rewrite my history. Right. So I'd already been doing all this work on the drinking and the building the businesses and mm-hmm. uh, just the way that I carry myself and my standards. And I'd built that stuff up. But the one piece of my life that wasn't really stable was my relationship and i said cool i got all the rest of this shit done i've been at this game for now you know about two and a half years i'd already i hadn't drank i hadn't drugged i hadn't done any of that stuff so now i'm like okay now i can actually enter into this relationship zone for me and i think it's really cool that that you say that 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 pressure was removed from you because I think we can both speak. Um, I, I'm very old school. We are very, I, I mean, I use the term old school just because I, I think that moving forward and in, into this generation that it's um, not very common, but um, removing that pressure from you by saying like, I'm, I'm, I'm taking care of myself. I'm holding myself to a high standard. I don't need you to, I just need you to be there. You know, I don't need all these things. I'm doing that. You know, I'm mentally and physically and emotionally, I'm good. Like I love myself and you loved yourself or you were at least working on that, but removing that pressure from you. I think, I think we can both speak because I think it's happened, but like in younger relationships, we've both been married before. Um, I, I have always had a little bit of a, of an old school mentality of where I truly believe that the most important role that a woman can play since I've had children is being home and raising the kids. Um, and I've always wanted that. And I think I put so much pressure in other relationships before where I was just like, you need to be the man. You need to take care of your family. You need to go to have a job, go to work. You need to come home and love your wife. And I think that's really scary for a lot of men to be like, oh my gosh, they don't want to live up to owning that pressure. Pressure is a privilege. It's a privilege to do that. But, um, I think for a lot of the women and in TikTok and maybe some of the men, it's a really heavy pressure that they're living with having to know that, uh, that, oh my gosh, I have to keep a roof over my family's head. I have to provide, I have to protect, I have to do all these things. A lot of men can't handle that. And I can only speak for me, previous relationships, not that we need to go down that road, but they didn't work because they didn't want to live up to that. And I, and my standard was, I'm going to hold my own. I'm going to do my own. But when I find a man that I see and I know has that potential and he is a true like warrior leader, father figure, masculine man, like that was what I was looking for. And you had that. And I truly, truly don't think I would have texted you. Are you really not going to talk to me again if I didn't see that in you? You know, so I think that's really cool for uh, cool of you to say like that's that is a pressure that. A lot of these men deal with maybe those girls don't see that maybe they're already putting massive amounts of pressure on them they don't want and they're like well fuck that girl like this is this is heavy and chaotic and and i can't i don't want to deal with that but at the same time men need to also rise up to the plate if uh if you're realizing that you know you're sleeping with a girl every other week and your relationships and you suck at relationships and your job kind of sucks and all these things it's like maybe you should kind of step up to the plate and start owning some shit, you know, and work on it. hundred percent. But what I really heard you say over there is that I am God. 
you are my God. And I, <laughs> no, no, for real. I will literally um, worship him. <laughs> uh, I just said that to be funny, but so number one, as a high value woman, <clears throat> right. To build a high performing relationship. And I think that, you know, I think of relate, I think of everything inside of life, everything needs to perform. Your business needs to perform. Your, you know, relationship needs to perform. If it, I, I like fast cars. I think a, a fast car needs to perform. Like everything needs to perform. But um, what else is it? Is that just it to make a woman just one thing is standards or, or what? Cause I have three things. All right. So what are you three things? I have three things that I believe every male needs. Right. Um, and it's interesting because not everyone thinks like me, right? We, Kevin and I were doing a, we're doing a, our Google demographic like breakdown yesterday. And I wrote down like all these, this type of people that we help. And I realized that like, who I am and who my clients are like the most hated people in America right now. <laughs> right. White middle-aged millionaires. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. They did fucking Republican. Yeah. They just like to <laughs> like freedom and, and have money. And anyways, um, there's three things that I believe it takes to be a high, a high value, high performing man in a relationship. Number one is you have to have integrity, right? If you say you're going to do it, you have to do, do it. it. Like, like everything. That doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. That doesn't mean times you're going to fail. Like even, and when you say doing it means you're going to do it, it means you stick with it. You're consistent inside of it. Like you literally show up to the plate every day. Um, you swing the bat. You might strike out, but you swing the bat, but you keep going. You keep going. You don't deviate from the plan. That doesn't mean that you don't take different routes to get where you need to be because things don't always work out. But the, the integrity of what you say of what's your word without your word, because I had no word, right? My word, my word, your word was shot to hell. My word was shot to hell. My, my, what's that called? Reputation, if you will, was shot to hell, right? Uh, the way about the only thing I had was my confidence really luckily. Um, but everything about myself was to be able to recreate by building integrity into everything that I do. Um, and that can kind of come to bite you in your in the ass. Like it does sometimes here. Sometimes I say I do things way too nice. I'm way because I have so much integrity and care too much about people. But I think that a high performing male, a guy who has value and brings it into a relationship to have a great relationship needs to have integrity. And that's in everything you do. Yep. Right. But in this Topic relationship. You must have integrity inside this. Number two, you need to be able to protect, like at all costs, mm -hmm. financially, emotionally, physically, spiritually. I, I will fight anybody. That doesn't mean I'm going to win every fight. That like there's guys out there that are trained killers, but if they're hurting and putting my family in jeopardy, I'm going to do what I can do. You know, I'm, I'm not going to just let anything bad happen. I see something happening. If I see a woman getting hurt or I see something bad out there on the side of the road or whatever happens, I'm most like that's, I'm going to do something about it. And I think that protection is a piece of men that they're so afraid of because they don't have that integrity and they're afraid of what if, and what people think. And what if I get my ass kicked or what, what if I fail? Yeah. Right. So they just fucking look the other way or they get out, this, they, they get out their cameras. And those, they just videotape stuff instead of actually doing something about it. The third thing is you need to perform, right? Mm -hmm. You need to fucking perform. I think of, and I'm not just talking about financially, but sexually, right? Physically, mentally, emotionally, all these things. You need to perform on every level and take it with fucking severity. Like, like you have to, you literally, for me, I'm obsessed with every little thing that we do. 
But I also know that my obsessiveness can fuck people up so I can stay obsessed and figure out how to have integrity so it doesn't hurt people. I've had to learn how to manage that. But in the relationship, why, why was I angry this morning? Right. Because I'm obsessed and, and I want to perform better. Why was I calling Jade today to tell her I love her before she went? Because the conversation we had, then my fucking phone won't work. So then I'm even more angry, right? But it doesn't mean I can't do something tonight when we get home. But you need to perform. You need to fucking, like, uh, this was my first thought. Well, my first thought every morning is how do I be better today than, it was, than I was yesterday? But you can't call yourself a high performer if you've never done anything to perform at a high level. You can't just call yourself a high performer. The marketplace, your relationship, your bank accounts, your friendships, all that shit dictates if you're a high performer. Right. Right? I, I walk around pretty humble for what I do and who I am. Yep. But I perform high in every level. I really love that high performing. I think I think for women too, those are excellent three. Um, all There's the probably more, but those are, those are what I think that I, I bring to the relationship. 100% you do every single day. I mean, even back to the protection one really quick before I go on my little rant, but even last week I coach our daughter's soccer soccer team. Um, it's U8, super little kids. Anyways, there was- um, The squirrel canes. The squirrel canes. The one of the head refs, if you will, stepped up to me yeah, fuck that guy. and had said something to me um, about I needed to pay the young gentleman who was refing her game. And I explained very nicely to him that I did not get the envelope. I'm just a volunteer coach. I will get the money to um, the kid. I already emailed the lady who handles it, yada, yada. And he gave me such an ugly, rude ass response. And you literally right there were like, I don't know who the fuck you are to think that you can talk to my wife that way. Um, and I was like, okay, we just need to like, but, but still it's one of those things where it's like, excuse you that's my wife right there you know so you take up that's just one small that goes back sliver. that goes back to even so yeah that's like the protection and and performances but back to the integrity but it's piece all the time i think is what i should say like all the time you are in protective mode it's not just when it's convenient like and, and all I'm in integrity time. mode like in like if i was that dude coming up i'd be like hey uh, so this this kid didn't get paid right what do we got to do to figure that out? Do? do you know what's going on? I'm not coming up, fucking wearing too short of shorts, my fucking gut hanging out, and I fucking haven't been to the gym, and I can't see my toes. I'm going to try to fight a woman. He was really Pussy. trying to fight. Trying Hope to fight. Listens to this. <laughs> but, but I really love that. That I love those three, and I, I agree. I think from my point of view, definitely high standards is, is one. I'm a stay-at-home mom. 99% of the time I do help in Mark's business here and there with, with some things. Um, and I love that, but my job is to be a stay at home mom, mom. And again, I see it so much in today's generation of, of moms who are my age and younger that they're so depressed. And I see all these memes that are going out across the internet that are like, if you just get out of bed today and your kids are alive, then that is enough. You are doing a great job. And that shit makes me cringe. It makes me cringe and it hurts my heart because that is such a low standard to live by. Now, don't get me wrong. Being a mom has its challenges. There are going to be days where, yes, getting out of bed and keeping your kid alive is enough that day. But to go every single day and to live with that and then all these statistics coming out of women who are just severely depressed or on antidepressants and well, no fucking wonder the standard that you have set for yourself and for your life is so low that if you just get out of bed, that is good enough for you. That is not good enough. My entire life, our entire relationship, I have set such a high standard for 
for myself. What does that teach the kid? So that's what I'm saying. Like, what does that teach? I mean, my, my routine. Obviously, the kids don't get to see it. The girls don't get to see me in the morning because I have to go get Phoenix and I have to do all this life before they even get out of bed. Right. But like, I'm up. I'm in my gym clothes. I've got like everything dialed in, ready to go. I do my thing, mm-hmm. and Phoenix is the first one to respond to that. And he 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 like mirrors that yeah. every day in his life, right? But thinking about like from the woman's point of view, <clears throat> especially having daughters, like what does that do when you don't have any goals for yourself? And I do, I take it to that severity. Like if my girls grow up and they want to be CEOs and start businesses and companies, great. I love that. But if all they want to do when they grow up is, is also be an, an amazing stay at home mom, I take that extremely personal. And I'm like, listen, if you're a stay at home mom, your house is going to be spotless. The laundry is going to be done. Your husband and your kids are going to be fed with the best food, the most nutrient dense food. You're going to be at every event. You're going to be at the appointments. You're going to be here. You're going to dress well. You're going to keep yourself healthy by exercising and doing these things. Like I, I really take that to heart about, about the, the, the standard that I am one living by for us, but for our kids, and, I, and to kind of type, I think that there is such a lack there of standard in today's society where it's just like, you know what, if you can just, if all you did today was feed your kids chicken nuggets, just be happy that they were fed. And I'm like, no wonder you are sad and heartbroken because somewhere deep inside of you, you know that you can be doing better and that you should be doing better, but you're allowing average, low standard infiltrations to, to literally infiltrate your mind. And then you're, and tr- you're telling yourself that's okay. It's not okay. Now, again, that's not, that doesn't mean that you won't have hard days. Yes, you will. But to, to go into that every single day by just telling yourself, you know what, you don't need to exercise. You don't need to do this. You don't need to. I, I just am like, it's like a poison that is just running through society. There's so many less than 30 year olds and I, cause I'm 30. Um, just so many women who don't go to the gym. They don't care about, they, they don't have a home cooked meal for their husband. And like I said, maybe that sounds really old school to a lot of people on here, but that is what I provide for you. You know that you can walk into the house and it's going to be spotless. You know that you're going to have a home cooked meal. You know that your kids are taken care of. You know that they're clean. You know, you know, all of these things were, that is, that is a high for a stay-at-home mom, that's a high standard, and that is a high, um, what's the word? The high, high value. High value. I'm providing high value in what I do. I'm doing it so, the best that I, to the highest standard. You know what I mean? So standards. I mean, we've we've done multiple calls on standards, right? We could beat that thing like a fucking Drum. redheaded stepchild, but um, that too. But uh, I think. Well, I don't think I want you to talk about mm-hmm. some of the transitions that you're going through right now, because I think those are standards and your standards are actually rising up, especially as we're doing this and mm-hmm. people are listening and the voices. I mean, Kevin, Kevin, you um, told me that last night we we're out walking. What do you tell me, bro? Uh, live through the lens, I think was the words you told me about some guy told you that. And, and so I brought that home and I was talking to her last night because Kendra's been on this this thing where she's, you know, looking we didn't like to show off the highlight reel of our life because we live a very authentic life. But, but I said something to you the other day that, uh, yo, listen, baby, we got like, you know, I'm already, Short I know I'm out. always going to look good, 
But like, I don't know about you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You never said that. <laughs> I never said that. But like, you, you're, you know, you're young and like, we're, su- you're su- we're successful and like, we got, like, let's own it. Like we walk around this field and, and I wear gym shorts and you wear gym clothes and like, it's cool. There's a time and a place for all that. But I looking, really, yeah. You're like, like the importance of showing up. And when Kevin said living through that lens, it's not so much about being show offs. It's about actually, he was brilliant. What that guy told you and what you told me last night, like you start moving and creating the life that you want to live and you actually do that. That's what what I preach and I teach. But when you bring something to the camera, you want to show it. So it's not really a show, a highlight reel. It's actually what you want to do. It forces you to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And then, you know, like that was a really, uh, that was a, it's a really hard for me personally. I have never been a big social media person like my what you see on social media is so far from like that's that's like not even one percent of my life it's such a small and I really have such a hard time and I really pride myself on when I do show what I do choose to show I want it to be super authentic I want it to be of my kids I want it to be of my husband I want it to be me which 99% of the time is no makeup and just in gym clothes. And I did, we had a conversation the other day of, we were in the car, I forget where we were going, but I told you, I said, I, I'm, I, I like felt bad and I felt sad for you and for me because I know I can be really beautiful and I know that I can be very sexy and I know I have a lot of these attributes that could help and that should I should be showing off, and I use the, uh, maybe show off's not the right word, but but live behind the lens because you had said it's such a short window that we are in our youth. It is such a short amount of time, Kendra, and and your business is already online. Like we have to quite literally, that is how we make a living. That is that is that is how we live. And I told you I was like I'm really sorry because I don't feel like I've been doing a good enough job showing that to the world. Like. I've been hiding instead of blossoming into, into what I know could help. Um, hey, my, my take on that as like a high value, a high value man, like I could give two fucks about like, I can make money shining shoes. So it's not about the money or anything like no, that. No, it's like, not about that it, at all. What, what I'm, what I'm trying to say though is, and why I led you down that, that road is because it makes you feel good. And I think you'd be squandering your opportunity, your time. Let's exactly. Fuck, fuck me for a minute. Right. Like, much like those stories that those moms might be telling themselves of like, it's just good enough to do this. I was doing that to myself, just being like, okay, well, these are just good enough. This is just, this is, this is, this is enough. When really deep down inside of me, I'm not living up to that potential into that life that we should be living. It's, it's so many different levels to, to, to everything in life, to so many, to, to being a high performing person. It's not just this is it. And this is, then you're a high performer. No, it's like you get there and then you're like, Oh, Holy smokes. Like there's a whole 10 levels above that. And I just am like, I'm inching my way. I'm inching my way. I'm inching my, we are inching our way. Um, but it's not just an overnight thing either, you know? And what I want, and there's a lot of internal battles that you'll probably go through. uh, And I want, everyone to understand <clears throat> man or woman that's listening to this. It's not about what you wear, how you dress the pictures you take. Right. It's about the fucking thought behind it and the way you think about yourself. And right. that was really what I was after. Um, I believe to have a, so all these attributes as a male, you know, to be able to be stand in integrity and lead with integrity and, and protect and, and perform. You also have to have a, a feeling of think and a desire to go and grow together, which, which is what you, 
you can't build a, you build a dynasty, right? A dynasty of like sports, like the Chicago Bulls. They, they built a dynasty by winning and staying on top, mm -hmm. winning and winning and winning and adding better players and adding more and climbing these levels. And that comes from having a bigger mindset and better, you know, better optimized life. The relationship is the same way. I look back to when you started dating me, <clears throat> you know, and we, we weren't rich. We were, I was still, I was in the grind and I was like grind like a motherfucker and still am right. We still are. It just doesn't look the same anymore, right. but it's still a grind every day and, and I enjoy it and I love it because it's what we do, but you, you wouldn't even spend $10. So I had to, and it's, yeah. it's, and you don't come from a bad family, like uh, from a broke family. I grew up very just fine. But there was beliefs that you had because, mm -hmm. and back to what we talked about earlier, like you were on your, you were doing it on your own, right? But what you were going to do, if you continue to do that was just tread water. Yes. Right. Just tread water, just tread and be proud of it and proud and proud. There's a woman out here right now that needs to understand and a man out there right now that needs to understand Like you just need to think larger, like fucking larger. Like don't be afraid to dream. Even, even still, yes, dream larger and do that for yourself. But I, I can only speak for myself when I say this, but such a big part of why it, it takes me so long, not even, maybe not so long is not the right word, but why I'm scared to like still step into like some, sometimes stepping into that next level is scary. And for me, why stepping into that next level is scary is because I'm afraid and I'm, I'm afraid of what my family is going to say i'm afraid of what my old friends are going to say it's like oh here goes kendra now she's got a lot of money and her and mark are doing all these amazing things and it's it's such a battle because it's like i don't i i don't want to be judged by all of a sudden having everybody look at me like oh she just thinks she's better than everybody else but in reality if you could just be proud that i'm leveling up and and be excited for me and i and actually my friend, my true and closest friends would be so proud and they'd be like, hell yeah, girl, you, were you taking us on vacation too? You know, like, and my mom and every, and my sister, they would be so proud. But having that like fear of being judged for leveling up is a bit, you don't give a fuck. You're like, I'm fucking going here and I'm doing it. But for me, it was, it is a thing for me. It's like, oh my God, here's Kendra, who's always been so safe and so whatever. And she's just a mom. And now all of a sudden she's wearing sexy clothes and she's going and she wears all these like name brand things and she's going on yachts and she's going. And then I'm like, oh my God, what are people going to say about me? Right. When in reality I should stop giving a fuck. I should be proud, but still it, and I am, but it's just a battle. Like that's a, that's a battle for people in itself. So I, and this is probably more for the listeners because you already know these things, but like people are going to talk shit anyways. People are going to talk shit. Like, they do. They do talk shit anyways. They, do, they, yeah, they already are talking shit, right? So like just you choose not to listen or, or to listen. The problem is it's the core people that you love and you want them to be happy for them. And there's a lot of people that are happy, but they're, unfortunately, and this is for a lot of people, that they need to understand, like people want to see you do good, but not better than them. And that is sometimes just their limiting beliefs. Um, but and, that's, like, and that's a battle that I, these guys I personally behind the go camera, to. They, they want to see you live life. Like they, they want to see you do good. I want to see you do good. These other people on our team no, want to I see know. you good. Well, my, my point is that yeah. it's, it's, it's about surrounding yourself with the right people. Right. Um, because they have goals. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know you guys got big ass goals too. And if you yeah. look at the, if you look at the people that talk shit, they stop dreaming. Right. They don't have goal. Like they don't have goals. They don't believe it. And, and thankfully I have you to like, when I do share these things, when we do go on our walks after dinner every night and I do talk to you about these things, you're like, you do, you pull me out of that. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. 
F that. Watch me go do this, you know? And so I, I do get, you do give me confidence in, in that way. But even for, even for, I think there's probably a woman who's in that same position where she's leveling up in her life and, and maybe she's not breaking free it doesn't have to, to be the, to, the, to the high standard that she knows that she can be because she's afraid of what people maybe the closest to her are going to say. Like there's levels of this shit. It doesn't have to, to it. be, it doesn't have to be, I'm just going to share your journey from what I see. Right. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be. Yes. You get to, yes, you've got to fly private. Yes. You get to go on jet jets. Yes. If you want a Bentley, I'll buy you a Bentley. Right. Like right. whatever, if that's really what you want, I, I can do it. Um, but there's a, there was a time when you would like, where like um, just there, there's a woman out there in the gym right now who's thinking about buying that Gymshark shorts and shirt and it's a little bit of money, right? And I don't know how much it costs, but like it's more expensive than what she's been wearing and it shows off her ass a little bit differently and it's tighter on her and it's it's going to be a little sexy, but she's nervous thinking about people are going to think, our guy's going to judge me? Am I going to look fat? Am I going to look, whatever mm -hmm. the fuck is going on inside of her mind. And I watch your, I watch your journey. You'd be wearing these old ass Nike green, like soccer umbro looking shorts when you first started working out in these ugly ass blue shoes and, <laughs> and like a t-shirt and then and a slowly over time as you progressed through the growth of like watching us live a little bit better life. Finally, you're like, you know what? Now I'm going to get some Flagner foul. And then, then I'm going to, and then now like your whole arsenal of gym clothes is like expensive and, and nice things, right? Because it's what you want, but it's not about what the things are. It's about the mindset shift that you deserved them. Yes. Right. And that's what a man and, and I know we're talking a lot about the women because they're, they're paying attention. This is, this is universal for dudes too. It could be a car, right? It could be, it could be that new that for me right now, it's looking at, Kevin Ryan, myself, they're behind the, the, the scenes here, but like we had a meeting about building the business. And then I literally think I text Kevin afterwards. I don't even know if we need this thing. <laughs> like, or I said it to, I don't even know if we fucking need this, right. but need it or not. Is it what I want? I do deserve it if I want it. And so do they. Yes. And, and that's, and looking at what a high performing and high value relationship, it has to have standards. It has to have, has just something to go on. And, and why I think that a, a relationship that performs well, and this is another side of it that we just completely, I think take for granted, but it's something we do so well is communicate. Yes, definitely. Right? And it's, it's not just communicate on like, Hey, uh, this is where I'm going to be this and you know, whatever, give you a kiss. I'll see you later. It's about fucking performing even in communication verbally, non-verbally. I would touch. say that you and I are like excellent communicators in, in every way, actually. Like there's nothing, whether it's verbal, non-verbal, any, any, whatever type of communication you and I are like, we're, we're right there with each other. And that took, that took, that took practice. I will say, you know, it's not just something that was like right off the, at the beginning, you were kind of right when we first started getting together five, so this is almost five years ago now, but, um, you were kind of reserved. I felt like you were nervous to kind of speak some things. Yeah, well, absolutely. Trust issues. Yeah, massive. Right? But I didn't that's not the I, case anymore. Yeah, yeah. I wanted you to know, but that, that goes back to going all in. Like that lady yeah. asked me on there. I had to go all in. I had to get over it. Um, and also, like the hardest one for me, and even sometimes I catch it, like in the morning, you, you're like that walking zombie mode, and I'm still in there making my coffee, but you've been getting up a little bit earlier, and you'll walk up and like I hug you. And sometimes I hug like straight up and down like a fucking two by four because hugging is foreign as fuck to me. I never let people touch me. It just, just not my thing. We and hug probably like 30 times a day. But it's a form of communication that right. you need. Yeah. It's how it's, it's, you know, and like every morning I find myself like stiff as a board like this and I have to like relax. Like I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like all fucking tense. And then I got to just like breathe down and like, 
it's it's those type of things that I know are important to you, and it's about being cognizant of the fact that like, yo, I'm not perfect. I need this. I need this relationship to perform better. And if it stops performing, and and that probably comes from winning. Yeah, I want to win at everything. Every single day, my husband asks me, "What can I do? What can I do better for you? Or what can I do better?" Yeah. I mean, you literally ask me that every single day. All right, I pretty much ask Kevin that too. Yeah, do, yeah, he does too, right? Every single day. Well, what can I do what, better? What can we do better, man? What can, what we can do? I do better for you? My two what wives. can I do? <laughs> you can stop asking and just enjoy the moment now, bro. We got shit to do. But I, but I, uh, but yeah, I think we just take our relationship very seriously. We're very intentional about everything. Um, we want to be those high performing people. So we do, we, um, we keep leveling up and we keep going and we keep going and we're like, okay, we got to this level. Now what else can we do? Part of it is just, you have to want to be a high performing person. If you don't want to, um, then like I said, at the beginning of this podcast, it sounds good to say that you want to have all those things, but are you actually doing it? And are you willing to work for it? Are you willing to work? Are you willing to work for it? Dave, Dave said something the other day. We had a good conversation. We went to launch our coffee or something and talking about, how I want to make everybody millionaires around me. Mm-hmm. And he says, bro, if they don't have the desire to want to be a millionaire, what are you doing? Right. I'm sure, I'm sure everybody. And I'm just w- so fucking like, you know, I can, I can do it for I you. Can do we it can do it. For it. Them, like, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> like I would say these two guys have it, especially, yeah. you know, Brian's learning, I think, but Kevin has it right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, uh, when I, when I, when I heard that, I'm like, man, it's not just about being successful or being a millionaire. It's about like, do I actually want to be a, do I, do I want more out of life? And I guess more of this relationship. So um, I know I got to get on another call here. Do you have anything else you want to add to this one? No, I think that was a pretty good, pretty awesome podcast today. Yeah, kind of covered a lot. I feel good, good about, about it. it. <laughs> got any new orders of clothes coming in? Yep, I do. I've come a long way from ordering nothing to almost getting packages every day, guys. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon. Uh, yeah, at Really? Oh, that's cool. What up? Well, let's wrap this thing up because I know we need to call to action. I think we put it on here. I want to, I want to say thank you guys to all of you guys that, um, guys and gals, like finding this new audience of, of women, I will make this clear. Do not DM me. Well, I'm not gonna respond. Ryan, he's single. You can talk to him. He's looking, he's behind the scenes. Check him out right there. Art and digital, but he runs the I am a comeback single and ready to mingle, but you need to be in Wisconsin because we need him here to do work. So don't take him out of here. And, um, now, nah, but for real, for all you men and women out there today, it was, it's always fun doing these things. I think it's helping me personally look deeper into, um, evolving, being better at performing to, to help a different, angle of people you know i can get right in a men's man's face and be like yo not a beta male but like a a, a type of male who want to take another i alpha males don't call themselves alpha males but I know, like, you I know. Know, but like yeah. guys who believe that they can do something those guys i can get in we can be direct we can make it happen it's nice to bring a different approach to uh to a different audience and see that it's actually benefiting them because what that means is all the hard work that that I've done and you've done and we've done as a couple is actually transcending over into a new audience and we have nothing to sell them. We're only here to provide value to them. And I hope that if you got value out of this episode or any of the episodes that you will share it and um, go follow us probably on YouTube, I think, right, Ryan? Go find it, follow us on YouTube. So that's it for today's episode. I hope all of you have a wonderful day. See you next time. See you later. <laughs>